0: Welcome to this week's weekend Premier League preview podcast, and I'm pleased to say the gang is back together with no crocodiles in sight. Woo-woo. Whilst the boys are ready to carry the coffin of their favourite team, we are still here to bring some light-hearted love to the most competitive and unpredictable league in the world. Here to discuss it all, firstly, the man whose live updates scores of the Arsenal game has seen him become the bookies' favourite to replace Jeff Stelling. Adam, how are you doing? I'm, uh, I'm very well
1: so glad you're back couldn't couldn't think me and Dan could carry on doing that on our own um yeah good good to see your face as well
0: <laughs> well i obviously listened and i'm hoping there's no more of this tea nonsense now i'm back so what's the drink of choice
1: no definitely not i've gone uh, i've gone back to the Lily's cider it's called fire dancer um it's, it's nice cloudy red cider get down to your local somerset your local out.
0: Somerset. I think there's only one Somerset. <laughs> um, secondly, a man who spent last weekend petitioning for Gary O'Neill to
2: be coronated. Dan, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you, Scott. Uh, still going well with the preparation for the squash tournament next weekend. Uh, had had uh, a local cup event last night and beat the fourth seed in it. So... Uh, I'm on good form at the moment. Thank you.
0: Right, get,
2: get your money on it. You've heard it here uh Sunday League podcast. If You're listening. Get your money on him. Get your money on him at the next week. Carly, by any chance, Dan? Well, I didn't stop drinking it while you're away, Scott. So I'm going to not. I'm not gonna stop it just yet. Yes, it's calling <laughs> again this week.
0: Uh, uh, for me, boys. Um, like you guys mentioned on the podcast, I went away for a week or so, just a bit of a trip um, to the west coast of Madagascar. Now, I found a new drink last away, and it's called a Booster Cuba Libre. And it's uh, 500 millilitres of rum and coke, all mixed for you. So it's good fantastic. It like it? <laughs> yeah, so that's what I'm on tonight. So cheers and good to be Very back. Nice. It's time for the usual first Soundly segment app. of the pod, boys. After you both tried to bin it off last week, it's back with a bang. The 90 second review. Uh, we've had a few successes and we've been close, me and you, Adam. Um, and Dan, it's your turn. We had some European semi finals uh, on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So whether it's Rudiger's manhandling, a ball that was out, Milan Mania, or a Moise Masterclass. Are you ready, Dan? Yeah, born ready. Okay.
2: Your time starts now. First of all, uh, Tuesday semi-final between Madrid and Man City at the Bernabeu. Uh, Vinicius Junior with a thunderbolt of a goal, uh, with their only shot on target in the first half. Uh, Harlem was kept quiet, but then uh, obviously De Bruyne stepped up as usual with a stunning goal too. Get this wide open uh, with the remaining legs still at the Etihad. The Milan derby was on Wednesday night where Inter scored two goals in the first 15 minutes to uh, basically kill this tie. It's, obviously, it's still at the San zero but I can't see anything happening here. Then we go on to the Europa League. The Europa League specialist, Sevilla, conceded in the 97th minute to a Juventus in Turin to also leave this tie wide open. Then the special one, uh, the Roma side, Second half goal gave them the advantage over Bayer Leverkusen. Europa League conference. Uh, my reports, my reporter couldn't make this game, so uh, I haven't got too much to say about it. But uh, Fiorentina beat FC Ball two one. Then uh, West Ham come from behind to win two one to keep the dreams of a first a major trophy. Alive since 1980. All right, I'm done. Oh, oh. I reckon he did Adam.
1: <laughs> oh, I thought that I thought that was really
0: long. <laughs> no. I, thought, I think that was about four minutes. I don't want to give you any spoilers, but I think someone set an iPhone alarm to tell them when to stop. <laughs> and you might have just heard it in the background.
2: And uh, with an alarm, I still couldn't do it. <laughs> so, without that rule, uh, that's uh, embarrassing, Dan. Dan, you probably got off an idea
0: of how you've done. It was a good effort. Oh. Eighty-seven seconds. I think we'll take that. That's a good effort. Yes. No, we won't. No, we won't take. Give it. He's cheated
1: on that one. Hey, give, yeah, me no. time. Uh, <laughs> give, give me a chance. Give me a chance. Right
2: Give him
0: that. Yeah, sorry. So, boys, let's crack on with the preview. (laughs) This week's early kick-off sees Big Sam make his Ellen Road bow as least. Leeds, sorry, host Newcastle. How do you see things going, Adam?
1: Uh, I don't see anything more than a Newcastle win on this one. Um, I don't think Sam Allardyce is going to do enough to save Leeds. I think... It's coming. coming far too late, and I'm sure I touched upon it last in the last podcast. That if it came in at the same time that Sean Dice was in, Leeds could actually stand a chance. Because I don't think they've got a terrible team, but you look at you look at the the um, the, the team of Newcastle now, and they they just look a much better side. And every time I watch them play, they're entertaining, they're attacking. Obviously, there was unlucky against Arsenal um, last week, was it?
0: Yeah, uh, I just don't, don't, see.
1: I don't see. Oh yeah. no, sorry, Newcastle. Yeah, awesome. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. um I, ju- I just don't see Leeds picking up or anything. And I think it's for Sam to go there personally. Um, and obviously, I, I, again, being biased, I, I hope Leeds lose so they go down and uh, gives Leicester a bit more of a chance. But yeah,
2: Dan, any chance for Leeds? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't really know what, I don't have too much to say on this game. I think it's difficult, isn't it? Because it's Big big Sam's first game at Ellen Road. I think uh, it is literally now for relegate, not relegated sides, but the teams in the relegation scrap, it's last chance saloon, isn't it? You're getting into that time where if you don't win and somebody wins, you, ba- you could be down. Yeah. Uh, big Sam's defence, Known as defensively strong, normally sets teams up well. I just don't know whether there's actually enough talent in the defensive side of Leeds. I think they're good going forward; they score goals. A lot of the teams down the bottom do score goals. That's that's what that's why it's such an unpredictable uh, season, isn't it? But I think you've got to look at this one. It's 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 going to be a matter of who wants it more because I think they're both in absolutely different situations of. They're both fighting for something. So it's going to be difficult to say that Newcastle are just going to roll over for a Sam Allardyce new side. And, yeah, bear in mind, they obviously lost the last game, Newcastle did. But they were pushing Newca- uh, pushing Arsenal to the end. I think they were unfortunate to lose 2-0. So, yeah, I, th- I think I'm still going with a Newcastle winner. I think quality will com- beat the Leeds side in the end.
0: Uh, with the return of me comes a return of relevant or pointless. And Adam, first one for you: Callum Wilson has never managed to score or beat Leeds. Relevant or pointless?
1: Uh, pointless because it just might happen to be that every time that Callum Wilson's come across Leeds, he's not been in the same division or something. I don't know. Um... <laughs>
2: He's not a relative of Harry Wilson. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, could, it could have been a cup game or something. So, not necessarily. Like, Leeds have only just been in the Premier Cup of the um, last two seasons. And before that, it's not really happened. So, Wilson, when he was playing against Leeds, was probably either at the, the lower clubs or, like, Brentford. Was it Brentford?
0: No, is it Bournemouth.
1: Bournemouth. Uh, Why was he before that? Still started with a B. Cobb. <laughs> Cobb. So, I, I don't think, think Cobb... I don't think I've really played uh, much against Leeds. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to just be happy to say that that is pointless. Right, well, OK. That
0: was a long way round. Adam, what's the score going to be?
1: Uh, 2-0, Newcastle. 2-0 Newcastle.
0: Dan? I'm going to go a bit closer, 2-1 at Newcastle. 2-1 Newcastle, OK. Yeah, for me, boys, I think uh, some of it, Allardyce obviously made a big call, didn't he, um, in his first game against Man City where... He dropped the keeper, didn't he? Um, I think uh, Adam said in one of the podcasts when I wasn't here that um Malé, he might not play for France, but uh, he's gonna be a hell of a keeper when he's older. Um, but not according to big Sam. Um but yes. look, any any win's a big win at the moment, isn't it? So and, but can Sam get that crowd bouncing. Um Adam, you've obviously been to Ellen Road quite recently. Um if Leeds get off to a fast start. I don't know. New, do you remember a few weeks ago, Newcastle went to Villa in the early kickoff and got rolled over? I, uh, I've got to look. We'll talk about Leicester in a bit. Um, I'm going to hold my views to that. I can lead to Nixon. I'm going to go 2 1 leads. 2 1 leads. Wow. Now, I think hoping they the don't to win week. every week. No. no, 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 no. You're wrong, Scott. You're wrong. <laughs> we hope. Uh, uh, the Sunday snooze fest sees a free flowing Sean Dyche's Everton side host Manchester City. Dan, can
2: Everton secure safety with a result here? That yeah, is, it's, it's difficult to ever back anything against the Man City side, isn't it? It's, but you you're now asking the question after they've just played their biggest game of the season, arguably, and they've got. Second biggest game of the season coming up the week, uh, in the week after. I think I didn't realize like I was watching the game obviously in the week for Man City against Real Madrid, but uh, I didn't realize he hadn't made any subs during, the season, which is a big shout from. Uh, so, I've listed him down. You've got players p- potentially to come in this weekend of Calvin Phillips, Laporte, Alvarez, Foden, and Marez that all didn't feature. at in the week. I'm listing those and I still think they're too strong for the Everton side. They play such a, they play such a lovely football. I think the question we've got to ask is how long Everton can keep that Man City out. If they keep them out, like after the, if it's nil-nil at our time, I fear that Man City will drop points. But if Man City sc- score early on, I think the the free flowing football that Man City play, I think they'll score. Yeah. It's, it's going to keep that Man City side out, I think. Um,
0: Adam, like Dan kind of touched upon, Man City played Real Madrid in the week. They've got Real Madrid again next week. Could Everton, you know, almost be fortunate with the way that Man City's fixtures are filled, that maybe Man City play a weakened team and Everton could get some of it or would you still expect Man City to win? Sorry, Scott. Is that Man City side weakened, though? Well... With- <laughs> They're still a good side, aren't they? But I mean, relatively, you know. If Kevin De Bruyne doesn't start, if if one of the centre halves doesn't start, maybe you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I can't imagine they'd drop yeah. Haaland, but you never know. So
1: yeah, but Scott uh, Scott Carson
0: might get a start. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I I I uh, I'm a bit worried about this one. I think, like you say, he's he's going to be resting players. He's got the he's got the league. In his, ha- uh, Pep's got a league in his hands now where he's April. got an advantage over Arsenal. He can easily slip up and put out a weakened side against a team like Everton. He wants the Champions League. Man City have never won it. So he's going to obviously clearly push on with a home advantage next week against Real Madrid. And Everton coming back from this 5-1 win over Brighton,
2: they're going to be absolutely buzzing for this. And I just worry I- as well... uh the way Everton obviously won it won the last game obviously it was a comfortable win in the end wasn't it? but their actual style of play was the counter attack football which would suit the game that they're potentially going to receive against the Man City side well every team is is normally having to play the counter attack but that will suit the Everton side won't yeah, it Yeah definitely
1: definitely I, I'm I'm worried and I think this is the weekend where Leicester go down um, and I'm uh, quite. Quite passionate on that because I don't see us beating Liverpool on Monday either. Uh, but we'll, like you say, we'll move on to them when we get to them. Um, I, I think Everton stand a real good chance of, of nicking something here, whether it's a, even if it is just a point. But I'm going to try and put put my money on uh, an Everton win.
0: We'll come back to your prediction, but Dan, relevant or pointless? Everton have well, won he... four out of 46 games against the team that was top of the table when they played them. However, Storm Dice has already done it once against Arsenal in his first game. Relevant or pointless?
2: Scott, I'm sticking with my beliefs here. That's pointless. I don't know what... Since you're back, he's just gone clueless again. I don't (laughs) get it. He's here to wind me up. Uh, No, I've got to go. So. Sorry to the listeners, but I'm going with a Man City win still. What's the score going to be, Dan? I think Marez is going to do it. It's going to be uh, 2-0. I
1: don't think Marez
0: is
2: going to be playing, Dan. Yeah, well, he didn't play in the week.
0: Uh, So, Adam, you said you're putting your money on Everton. So, what's the score going to be? I'm going to go 2-1 Everton. I I
1: think Man City are going to score... But I think Everton at this point will be two 0 up, and Man City
2: will score. Oh, that would be a
0: shock for Man City to score, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, I think for me, um, Everton had a hell of a week. Um, I think the the point against Leicester was a much better result for Everton than it was for Leicester. And obviously, it's a lot easier to look back at that now after the results on Monday. But I think Leicester were the home side; Everton were away. Everton kind of going, look, if we lose to Leicester, we're, you know, we're in a real bad position. We get a point, we take it an extra week. Um, they then absolutely blew Brighton away, didn't they? well, uh, I-, I was away at the time, but I was not good company after the Leicester performance, and we'll come on to that. But I'd already walked downstairs to see the people I was on holiday with and just said, don't even tell me about the Everton game. I know they're going to win. And that was within two minutes of walking downstairs. And they said, yeah, it's already 1-0. Um, so... Everton have got some momentum. Sean Dice is just a master at this time of year, scrapping it out. But like Dan kind of touched upon, Man City have got a squad of 20 world class players at the end of the day. Um, so I think it could be a tight first 20 minutes. Um, you know, Everton's fans will be right behind them um, after calling out their chairman. Um, but uh, I think Man City's class would tell in the end. And it'll, it'll be 3 0. 3 0 Man City in the end. 3 0 Man City. Whereas hat well, maybe i will get one. No, the get. boys out. <laughs> Super Sunday sees Arsenal host Brighton. All Arsenal can do at this point in time is win to keep on any pressure. Adam, can they win?
1: Uh, I, I'm, <clears throat> it's a difficult one because if you'd asked me this before Brighton lost to Everton, I, I could easily say Brighton could nick, it, nick something here. But after the performance at home against Everton, it, it, it makes me doubt it. I kind of think that every time I've seen Brighton play against a, either a player or a team that they've had in the past, such as uh, Potter, when Brighton played Chelsea, Brighton absolutely tore Chelsea a new one, and it just made him look like the the laughing stock. I'm hoping, well, I'm not hoping because I want Arsenal to, I do want Arsenal to leave, but I get the feeling that Brighton are going to do something to get one over on uh, Trossard. Um, I just think they're going to be like, well we don't want you to win the league, so we're going to do our best to stop you here. Um, but still got hope for Arsenal. I think they've started not turned it around because they, they shouldn't have had all the draws that they had in the past. And they were, I wouldn't say there was a look against Man City either, but they've had a tough running, and now they're starting to get some momentum again. Hopefully they can push on and, uh, and win the league on this one. But... They're still miles off it, I think. And if 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 my if my score predictions right from that Everton game, that could help Arsenal.
0: Could do, um, Dan, I I know Adam wants me to ask him about the games in a different order to the fixtures, but for you, um, let's ask him in the right order. So, uh,
2: Arsenal Brighton, how do you see it going? Although I don't agree with his comments yeah. again, but. Uh... I don't think they're in an outrageous call. What he's actually just said, but uh, I'm looking at this and I think since Arsenal have been knocked off the top, they're actually playing a more free flowing, better football than what they're actually. You know, obviously, we more relaxed. We, yeah, and what beat Newcastle and Chelsea quite comfortably, and well, not comfortable. They're playing football than what they were when they were actually playing at, at the top of the table. So. I see them still putting on a good performance. I think they'll go, I've looked at what their fixtures are and I think they'll probably win the rest, the remaining fixtures. Whether that be enough to win the title, I think Man City will do enough. So until so Man
1: City play Everton. Uh, until, yeah, until Man City play
2: Everton. Well, I've gone Man City to win again though, haven't I? It's only, <laughs> it's only you that doesn't know too much about football but um, <laughs> yeah well, <nah. laughs> uh, yeah mate I, I think Brighton might, might I don't I don't know I think Brighton might appear obviously I don't I don't think they'll bounce back this week it was they've done well for the club that they are haven't they we're talking a lot now stats and I think we're getting to a point now in the season where Stats are out the door a lot of the time now because it's getting to we're saying team the bottom are fighting and uh yeah, it there's so much more riding on it than just how the form has been. So yeah, I'm going Arsenal to Arsenal to win this one again. Um Adam,
0: relevant or pointless, Brighton have scored in their last eleven Premier League away games. That's relevant. I see. Uh, see Brighton scoring in this one,
1: so um, yeah, very relevant.
0: What score going to be then if they're
1: going to score? Uh, ah. I'm, I'm on a fence with this one big time. Um, I'm going to go two two. I think it's a diff- it's a difficult one. I think Brighton can easily upset Arsenal. But I think Arsenal can easily just
0: beat Brighton. So I think I'm going to have to go with a two-draw. Mm-hmm. Two upsets over the weekend already, Adam.
2: Dan, what's the score going to be? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm thinking it's going to be an Arsenal 3-1, we need to be honest. I, I, I think they'll get turned over again, Brighton. Uh, I think uh, I do have a point, Adam, that, uh,
0: that Brighton have been a bit hot and cold, haven't they, since this uh, Cup semi-final. Um, what did they do? Lose to Forest, battered Wolves, and then got hammered by Everton. So, you know, is their season petering out? Not, I don't know. Um, I think just before we started recording this, um, the man we can't we can't pronounce Nagelsmann, um has just been ruled out as a Spurs manager. So, whether whether that gives the Brighton manager a bit of a push to say, oh, maybe I can get my name in the frame, and, you know, whether that's maybe what pushes them over the line, I, I'm not sure. I think Brighton are probably going to peter out. Maybe they get Europa League conference. Hey, you know, it'd be a real shame because they've had a really good season. It'd be nice for them to end up on a high, but I think I agree with Dan. Um, 3-1 Arsenal, I think. Um, Odegaard seems to have come back to the party since uh, since they've... Um, well, since they basically can't win the league anymore, in my opinion. But, uh, if,
1: you're saying, um, if you're saying that Arsenal are going to win this one 3-1, that you're both strongly gone with, does that make Brighton's chances for Europe slowly dying or...?
0: I think they'll just, they'll be on the periphery, won't they? I think, um, look, maybe they come sixth or seventh. I think the cup finals between Manu and Man City, which must help them in terms of European position. Um, I don't think anyone's got any idea now how and where you finish and what a tournament that means you're now playing because there's so many of them. So, um, yeah, maybe maybe they win another game, maybe they win another two games and that keeps me... I'd love to see them make European football because I think they've had a fantastic season, but...
1: Um, yeah, the only thing that will upset that as well, Scott, is if West Ham win Conference League. Yeah
0: yeah, 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 that's it. So getting into Europe's more difficult now in terms of understanding the process than it is in terms of where you finish, because um, there's so many different routes, isn't there? Yeah, boys, I don't want to think or talk about Monday night football. I'm devoid of all hope, um, but here it goes. A team charging for the top four travels to absolute relegation fodder.
2: Can Liverpool get all three points, Dan? Uh, I'm struggling with this one, Scott. Uh, I think really my decision on this depends on the other results of the weekend. Uh, well, we can't we can't get them for you now, Dan. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, if Leicester go into this and the results have gone their way, I'm swaying towards Leicester's. Uh, push. And also, but then I've looked how crucial, as much as I think Liverpool are on good form, that what, they're unbeaten in the last eight uh, games. I just think if Leicester go into this and they're in the same situation that they are now, like points wise, they're a game advantage. What the other side, relegation scrap up. I could see Leicester nicking something, to be honest. Uh, it, it, it's not the fortress that we know of, Ellen Road and uh, St James's Park, but home advantage does something. And I think if less Leicester aren't struggling scoring goals, they're struggling in their own goal. If we can be happy going in at 0-0 at half time, because I think score the penalties. Game, well, can't score penalties. All right, avoid that. But we're still scoring from, uh, from players. So, so I think the longer Leicester keep it nil-nil, I think it swings in our advantage. To be honest, so. Uh, my heart's saying one thing because I'm looking at the stats of Jota's seven in the last seven against Leicester, but. Uh, and Mo Salah seems to be on fire again, doesn't he? So, yeah, as I mentioned, Liverpool beaten in the last eight. But, yeah, my head's swaying this one. I'm I'm going with a Leicester winner. Um, Adam, obviously wasn't on the podcast on Monday. I thought,
0: if anything, you boys were generous to Leicester um, after that result. Um, they picked up two points from a possible six against two of the bottom teams. Four, know, unacceptable. Um, against Fulham... I don't think there was one bloke on that pitch that deserved to wear a Leicester shirt. Absolutely ridiculous to put that performance in. Uh, The only people that got credit out of that game were the fans because they did not stop singing. They were fantastic. And the players themselves should be embarrassed. And the club itself should be embarrassed. The bloke they put in charge, embarrassing the performance. They had a week to discuss that performance. And they could not be bothered to run down and chase a man for the first half an hour. I mean, for me, well, I've already said, I couldn't speak to anyone in the afternoon. I was that annoyed at it. So I'm done. Bring some realism, Adam. Are you going? Are you watching? Do you care? I just, I just
1: love the fact that it's took you like 10 days of pure emotion. Still get on the and be like,
0: I am fuming. <laughs> I'm
1: sick of it. Oh. I agree with a lot of you said, and I, I, I feel like Dan, I, I, you just need to just realize we're down, mate. I, I don't.
2: No, I, don't, I see don't, the, don't get me wrong. There's there's part of me that say, and if I was if I was a realist, I can't. I would say that we're down. I, I'm looking at everything now, and minus the Fulham fixture. Our fixtures don't look favourable. Like before that, I think a lot of people would have said. Fulham, at the start of the season, you'd have been like, oh, yeah, we take three points from that. And uh, now, yeah, if I look at it in one side, I'm going, I, I don't say where, see where we're picking up the points. And I fear the, the game that we could pick up points now is going to be too late. I think we could be down before the West Ham if it doesn't go our way. Yeah.
1: I'm,
2: but, uh, I'm
1: just seeing everything now as that we're down. I'm
2: being. I, I'm being. Yeah, that but last time we played Liverpool at home, what it, what happened? It, Dan, just it sat it the manager. Matter, Dan, just it, sat the manager. Three, what three? It, was it three-one, three-nil? Damn, it doesn't matter. We're we're. Um, if we, like. So he he did you say a couple of weeks ago that you weren't going again? Uh, all right, and then you travelled away.
0: <laughs> uh, boys, I, I assume you'll both go because you know you're Leicester boys, and I I'll watch it here on the telly, but. These players, these players need to have a long hard look at themselves because they, they look like they should be ashamed. They they should you know sod paying back the fans. That's not what you do. They should have given back their old wage for the week because they didn't do any work, they didn't put a shift a in, for. and they couldn't be bothered. Uh, don't I don't, know, don't go collect your eighty grand for that week, you know and go off to the snooker and go off to the darts and whatever else you want to watch. Play football, be passionate and put in a performance. That's me. Yeah, we're going to go on and on. Dan, relevant or pointless? No. Liverpool have won their last five Premier League games.
2: Well, my head is saying they'll win the sixth game and my heart's saying they won't, Scott. So, yeah, I agree with everything you said, mate, to be honest. Yeah, like we're all passionate Leicester fans and yeah, that's my answer. I, I have no answer to it because my head's saying one and my heart's saying another Apologies. <laughs> Come on, then, Dan, what's the score? 2-1 Leicester, Scott. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Who? <laughs>
1: oh, tell you what, this is, I'm going to just call it so we can move on because I'm sick of talking about them. Uh, 4-0 Liverpool and I'll be oh. going off the time.
0: Yeah. If it helps, Dan, I'm going 6-0
2: Liverpool it's an embarrassment Dan has left the conversation
0: (laughs) boys that leaves us with the draft of the remaining games Dan where are you
2: taking us Uh, I'm going to the Villa Spurs game first Scott Uh, I think this is crucial for well we say it's not a big European competition, but I think it is for Villa, not Spurs. Well, they need more than the Europa Conference League, don't they? So uh, I've seen that Villa, if they win by two goals, they go above Spurs in this race. Uh, it's difficult to give give a shout for the Villa side, though, currently. Obviously, you're a big fan of Unai Emery. We we all know that, that listen to it. He's manager of the season in your eyes. But <laughs> the, the Spurs, Spurs team are a bit hit and miss, though, aren't they? It's it's difficult. I, I, I fancy Spurs to win this game. I, I don't have a lot to say about both teams. Villa, if you're going off Who should win? I think Villa have played the better football this season. Obviously, a lot of people are saying Spurs have slipped up, but the quality is still in the Spurs side, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I I, I I think
0: you had um, maybe six games to pick from of all the games, Uh, and you had first choice, and you went, uh, Villa-Spurs, I don't have much to say about this, which I think is an interesting way to go at it. Uh, But... I get what you mean. Villa's Villa um, kind of you know slipped off the bandwagon a bit, haven't they? It
2: was the first one on my notes, Scott.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, alphabetical order meant that you took this game. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they're yeah, kind of falling off a bit, haven't they? Spurs, you say they hit and miss, they've not had many hits. Um Adam, any much? Any much to add? No, not really. I don't like
1: Spurs, so I don't like that. <laughs> I don't, I don't, obviously, I I was one of these guys that didn't really think Villa were doing much until he started pointing out to me every week. But you're right, they've they've kind of like uh, died down a bit. Losing to Wolves wasn't a good result for them. But then Spurs, and I don't really know what they're doing with their season. You forget that they're even in the prep because it's only until uh, Sky or BT end up reporting on it, saying, oh, yeah, Spurs have lost again. Or Spurs have done this, or Spurs have paid out because they've just been battered uh, away at Newcastle. It's like they're in the headlines for all the wrong
2: reasons. I think they're yeah. either yeah. amazing or they're the poor, aren't they? It's such a hot and cold team. I I would never I I would never
1: say I've watched Spurs play and thought they're amazing. I don't
0: I I, I can't ever think of a a time Spurs have been good. Well, oh, they were Leicester right under Pochettino, great. weren't they? That's, that's a few years ago now. As was, Leicester fans are starting to realise, that's you know quite a few years ago that season, Spurs were good and Leicester were quite good as
2: well. It feels quite a long <laughs> away. Maybe next year Spurs will go down. There we go. Hey, but um, Scott, they did come uh, third in the Tour 2 race. Oh, yeah, but they'll
0: still be in the Prem next year.
2: Who's uh, yeah, a real winner.
0: Uh, Dan, relevant or pointless, Spurs have conceded in the first 15 minutes of a game
2: Thirteen times this season. Oh no, I see I see Spurs doing it here to be honest. I don't I don't think I think it's pointless. I think i I wrote down here that I'm expecting a one nil Spurs win here. Harry Kane or Son, maybe. So yeah, mm-hmm. pointless.
0: Uh one nil Spurs with Dan. Adam, what about you? Uh,
1: I'm gonna go one more one i think it'll be the end of i think it'll be the end of villa's push into the uh the top six top seven whatever it is um i'll just start flaking away from this point
0: uh oh, i'm gonna stick on unai's side um let's go two one villa two one villa i i don't see the point of having spurs in the league so sure you were um, I, we knew that yeah uh, so it's gonna get now I'm back that's the return of unai as well there we go that's what <laughs> he's been missing so the turn it around this week Adam, where are you taking to us next?
1: I'll take us to Chelsea versus Forest.
0: Uh, is this alphabetical as well, or because you want to watch the game?
1: <laughs> and mainly because I don't like Frank and I don't like Forest, so I thought I'll jump to these two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, Frank got his win. He was happy about it. They beat Bournemouth 3-1. Oh, super Frank, super Frank. Give him another year. Give him another year. Uh so it's I, I don't I don't see Chelsea doing much now. I think their season's fully done. I wouldn't be surprised if they started slipping down the table and ended up fourteenth by the end of this campaign. I think I think Forrest they're going to have momentum. They know that Chelsea are poor. and the way that Forrest is freely scoring at the minute, they're gonna uh, they're gonna beat Chelsea. and uh, Dan, it'll be their uh, season. So.
0: Dan, Forrest can't buy a win from home away from home, sorry. Um, But Chelsea are poor Can
2: Forrest get something? Well obviously like Adam said uh, Forrest have won this Hands down Apparently to uh, to Adam's uh, Description I I get that Chelsea are unpredictable But They've got to win this game I, Don't get me wrong I watched the Forest game on uh, Sunday, Sunday or Monday Sunday night weren't it And I thought well, Brent Johnson absolutely had a class game, but I'm hoping that the unpredictable Chelsea turn up here. And I think overall, if you if you look at the two squads overall, it, it is Chelsea should win this, shouldn't they? And yeah, as as our listeners know, uh, oh, we <laughs> we're Leicester fans, so I'm going that the unpredictable Chelsea are going to turn up and they're going to roll this Forest for side over. No. I don't see that then. Um, Adam Danilo
0: could become the first Brazilian to score in four straight Premier League games. Relevant or pointless?
1: Relevant. I think he's going to score this weekend, uh, and I think you're going to be. I think honestly, you're honestly going to be surprised, Dan. I think you'll be surprised. I think it will be. Well, you're a big su- Danilo fan? Are you? Oh, massive! <laughs> Danilo, Danilo. No, I'm not. Harry Wilson uh, no. will be jealous. I just, I just, I just think that Forest are going to have the momentum that Leicester lack, and they're going to get themselves safe with this. They won't be safe, but they'll they'll push them closer to safety. And I don't, I don't see Chelsea doing much anymore. So I'm going to say three-one Forest.
2: Wow, are you joking me? No, I'm not joking. yet. you're absolutely. Please, sorry, sorry, listeners. I sit next to this chap. On a Monday night and we're going to uh Leicester v. Liverpool. Please do not turn up. <laughs> I cannot stand you next to me on Monday night. We're gonna win and this relegation scrap it's gonna be in our hands again. <laughs> no. Oh Scott, Scott, mute him. <laughs> <laughs> What's the score gonna be, Dan? Uh
0: I'm going to uh, two nil for uh, two nil Chelsea. Oh, you nearly went. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, well, yeah. yeah well, I've seen it. I've seen that the fourteen year olds tra- training with Chelsea now. So, um, got they've spent what five hundred million quid, or whatever it is, and now it's like, oh well, may as well bring a kid in. <laughs> um,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, I'm gonna go two two. I just, uh, I don't know if I believe Forest enough to win, given they're so bad away from home, but I can't trust Chelsea to do anything.
2: So I'm going to go exactly. to. Thank it. you, Scott. Thank you. Where we go R- next? Uh, I'm going to go to the Manchester United v Wolves game. So go off the 8Z uh, rails. <laughs> uh, Manchester United have been a- appalling away, haven't they? Against, well, you look at the last couple of games; they've lost the last two. Uh, I seen a stat earlier that it was one goal in the last 315 minutes. I think they're very reliant on Marcus Rashford. That's I've, I've said that in the previous pods as well. I think, uh, yeah, and Wolves are what Wolves are an organised side. I don't think they're conceding too many. I bear in mind obviously they were spanked by uh, Brighton in the last game, but. Yeah, I see this being a difficult one for Manchester United. I, I, don't get me wrong, I think they'll win. But they usually usually uh, struggle against the wall side. So, yeah, I think this will be a good game between the both of them. Uh,
0: Adam, with obviously Liverpool hammering Leicester on Monday night. Um, Man United need to win, don't they, to stay in the top four? Yeah, they do. Um, I'm sorry
1: to, so again, Dan's going to take this the complete wrong way, but... I don't. I think I don't think Man U are going to win this, and they're going to um, they're going to, they're going to slip into the bottom, uh, not bottom five, the top five. I think Liverpool are going to end up nicking their space. And if you look back about four weeks ago, five weeks ago, we were writing Liverpool off even finishing in the top top six. Um, so, I'm I'm surprised Man U have gone off the uh, rails a bit. The, you know, so they've the won the last three games. have beat Villa one 0 but then lost 1-0 to Brighton and 1-0 to West Ham. They shouldn't have really been losing to West Ham. and Were they Dan, were they both away from home? Dan, Dan being that biased man, new fan that he is, he didn't even want to go into talking about the handball that happened last week against West Ham, where he moved his arm in the direction of the ball and somehow VAR didn't see it. So, Would that have
2: still have made them lost? It
1: would have gone 2-0, West Ham. Yeah. Oh, so they have still lost.
2: <laughs> but it's just a it's a fact that if that happened to us, we'd be fuming about it. So because we'd have got zero points compared to the zero points. No, <laughs> ah, so I,
1: okay.
2: I don't, I don't, I don't want to say uh, Wolves are going to win.
1: But so I'm going to say this will be a draw. Yeah, Costa goal. No, no, not Costa goal. Nowhere near Costa goal. He was lucky to get that one. that He had
0: with you, so... Or double, whatever it was. Dan, relevant or pointless? This is the first time since August Man United haven't had to play in the week prior to a
2: weekend Premier League game. Ooh. Uh, Relevant, because Manchester United will just cruise to victory then, won't they, Scott? What's the score going to be then, Dan? It's going to be 2-0 to Manchester United. Adam, you said you couldn't predict
0: a Wolves win, but you couldn't predict a Man U win. So, what's the score going to be? I'm going to say 0-0. I'm going to go 0-0 on this one. Want one to really tune in and watch then?
1: Yeah, 100%. <laughs> 100%. Uh, There'll
0: be, be VARs v- galore. <laughs> I, I'm going to go 1-0. I think uh, Rashford's gone off the ball a bit, he? but I, I can see Man U scraping a goal from somewhere. And... Uh, Getting enough and probably just about holding on to that top four. And then, well, then they've got to have a look at the manager and the plan for the summer because they've not really moved on that much from Solskjaer, I don't think. Um no. we taking us next. Uh, oh, yeah. Let's go to...
1: So, nothing games left. Um, Palace versus Bournemouth, I'll go there. I think always uh, done enough there to continue... His um, reign for next year. But then Alex Neil, is it Alex? No, Gary O'Neill. Gary O'Neill, that's the one. Yeah. Super <laughs> Gary. I think, I think he still needs to um, get get this on, get a win here so he can ensure safety. Um, no, ensure manager of the season. Oh, no, no sorry. He is already looking at it, he's already safe. He's on 39 points. Leicester and Leeds are on 30. So. It's three games to go, yeah. He's he's, he's practically just got to get a point, uh, which I I see is coming in this game um, game as well. Palace are are going to just do what Palace do now and finish mid-table. So, it's a a nothing game, Scott. I've
0: got nothing really much more to say on it. Dan, um, interestingly for Bournemouth, I was reading this morning that uh, the owner or one of the new owners is American, I think, and um, he said to the Bournemouth players apparently last week, if you secure the safety of the club, um, I'll do you a treat. I'll take you out all to Las Vegas as a big treat for um, keeping us up. And all the players, most of the players have had to say no because they've already put their holidays to Butlins. So uh, that gives you an idea, I think, of where where Bournemouth are. Um, I'll give you some credit. Gary O'Neill's doing a bit of a magic job, Anyhow, I think when they came in, I think you boys mentioned in the week that they, they just lost to Liverpool, was it 9-0 or whatever it was? So... He's done a hell of a job. Do, do, do they crown it off here? Do they get a win?
2: Uh, to be honest, Scott, I think we're talking about this game. I think both teams are actually secure. I, I obviously mathematically they aren't, but uh, well, sorry, pa- Palace are, but uh, Bournemouth aren't. But yeah, I see this being the bore of the weekend, to be honest. I think they're both now happy, is in fan base as well. I think they're both happy with where they are. Bear in mind when that uh, Roy Hodgson appointment was made, they were in the depths of being relegated for the year. And, yeah, both teams will be happy with this. Uh, it's it's going to be a nice game for the fans, let's say, that uh, at the game, because I think they'll just be partying as if it's they're both in the Premier League next year. But this, yeah, I can see it being, I think it'll be the ball draw of the weekend. What's the ball draw, Dan? 0-0? Yeah, 0-0 for me. But uh, Gary O'Neill, for manager of the month uh-huh. and season.
0: Adam, relevant or pointless? Bournemouth have failed to win the most Premier League games this season when they've been winning at half-time.
1: It's relevant because for majority of the season, they've been in the uh, relegation scrap until, until recently. So that probably explains a lot if they can't... Uh, if they can't hold on to the leads, then that, that's where they're going wrong. What's the score gonna be, Adam? Uh I'm gonna go with a draw, but I won't go a draw, I'll say one
0: one. I'll go too. I'm gonna to, I'm gonna just like I said, Emery's gonna turn it around. I'm gonna give Dan a bit of credit. So I'll go two one for me. Let's try and have
2: some goals on match of the day for you. Um Dan, where are we going next? Uh, We're going to relegated Southampton this weekend, I think. Uh, Southampton v Fulham, yeah, as as I just stated then, I think they'll be relegated this weekend. I've looked into it and I think they need results to go their way and I believe that they need to win this weekend. Uh, First of all, I don't think they'll win this game. I think, have they had the investment that they needed? or They've been a good side... Normally, Southampton's known as a good youth youth team. aren't Like, the youth come through the team. So, what, Fulham have got Mitrovic coming back. So, but Fulham do have a few players out. And I've seen that Che Adams is 50-50 for this weekend. So, I think if they would, well, no, I'm not even going to sh- shout out for Che Adams because I don't think Southampton will do enough. Uh, they're down this weekend, Scott.
0: Relevant or pointless, Dan? Southampton have conceded first in
2: twenty-five of their games this season. I don't think it's relevant this weekend, Scott. I don't, I don't think they'll concede first, but I think for it'll it'll be a draw. I think, okay. and fortunately for the the Saints, they won't go marching in this year. They'll go marching on down. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what you say? It's going to be a draw. What's the score
2: One-one, yeah,
0: Scott. One-one. <laughs> Uh, Adam what's, what's the game going to be like? What's the score going to be It's going to be a 3-0 Fulham win Wow
1: it'll take, it'll take, what to, Then Southampton are rubbish they're at the bottom Fulham have just scored five goals that made Leicester look easy if, if they can do that against Leicester they're going to do that against Southampton um, I think it's going to be 3-0 like, you, you even said Mitrovic is back so he's going to be so hungry to score to to build up on them goals that he's missed out
2: on. Yeah. No. I. No. I totally agree with you, Adam. Mad... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know. All right. No. I, I absolutely do not agree with you. But uh, <laughs> how much of how much of that knockoff of Lily's have you had? It's not knockoff. I've got it here. Look. I think for me,
0: boys, for me, um, I do agree. I think Southampton are down and out. Uh, you know, I, I was I think I was dreaming somehow that they were going to get some off forest and maybe help Leicester out. They 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 look dead and buried in that game. And you know, that that result against Arsenal where they could have won the game. Maybe they knew their race was one run, uh, run then. Sorry. Um I'll go 2-0 Fulham and uh Maybe Harry Wilson will keep his charge of the Ballon door going, eh, Adam? Um, <laughs> finally, some sense. I think we've got one more game to go, Adam. Where are we going? Uh,
1: now, let me remember which one this is. Oh, it's Brentford versus West Ham, London Derby. When I say that, I feel like I always get the London Derbies, and because there's a lot of teams in London that play one another in the Premier League, as those <laughs> that don't understand. <laughs> uh, no, it's. Um, Again, if 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 Brentford had uh, carried on the way they've been playing for the majority of the season and pushing on like Brighton have, I'd say they would have stood a chance of getting into the, the top six, uh, well, top seven, technically, uh, for the five points off it at the minute, three games to go, but Brighton have got the two-game advantage. But like Dan always points out, Brentford's form's very hit and miss, they're they're worse than Brighton at this point. And when we started this podcast, Brentford and Brighton were always up there as being, oh yeah, could these be a team that push into Europe? Not at the minute. It's as if that Brentford season's uh, practically done. But then they always, uh, you know, they beat Chelsea, they beat they beat Forest, and then they lost to Liverpool, and then lost to Liverpool one nil. And I think there was some uh, controversy in that game as well, where Bright- Brighton had some uh, VAR decisions or fouls not go their way. Um, but I don't. I think their season's done. I think they're just they're just going to be like Fulham, three games to go, nothing really to play forward, Not going to go down. Uh, but on the flip side of that, when I can get back to where I was, West Ham are in are in good form. The the Got one uh, foot in the door in the Europa Conference League. Uh, that was a lucky win. But majority of their players stayed on the pitch for that game as well. So not many players got rested. I don't think... I want to say they're going to rest players for the second leg. But I think David Moyes knows that he's a, is a, his side's better than the team he's just beat 2-1. So I don't think he's even going to bother resting players for this game. And if he does, it's because he knows that well, he's, he's claiming that he's safe, but he's not necessarily safe. And I hope that his results don't come down to
0: Leicester West Ham on last game of the season. Uh, relevant or pointless? Then Adam, both teams to score has happened in the last six Brentford home games.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I'd say that's uh, relevant. I see, I see. Say... West Ham scoring, and I can see Ivan Tony scoring in this game as well. So, yeah, I can I can see that's quite relevant.
0: What's the score going to be, Adam?
1: Um, uh, I'm going to go two one West Ham,
0: and it'll ensure their it'll ensure their safety at this point. Yeah. Uh, I think Adam probably covered the the, the London derby quite extensively.
2: But uh, if you've got anything to add or what's the score going to be? I felt like uh, for a game that he thought was quite boring. He spoke quite a while for it. So uh, <laughs> I've just woke up from it to be honest. Uh, well, I I see it totally different. I think West Ham will uh, rest players. I think this is the biggest game next next week is actually the biggest game of their season, isn't it? I think West Ham are safe in the Premier League. So yeah, I'm going uh, Brentford to win this one. Uh, I'm going to go 2-0, I think they'll rest players. I think they'll rest players. 2-0. Two 2-0,
0: Two Brentford. Ivan Tony, uh, double. Yeah, and I uh, I'm I'm similar to you, Dan. I think like I said, I think West Ham uh, No, know, know what's coming up on Thursday, know how important to get to a final could be, but for those West Ham fans, it could be massive. So I think they'll rest a couple of players and Brentford will come out winning 3-1. They've not got many home games left, I assume the rest for the season, have a bit of a party there. They're safe. They're in no man's land, but you know, they can uh, they, they can let their foot off the gas a bit and have a bit of fun. So three-one, I'll go. Three-one. Yep. Boys, it's time for the Sunday League podcast, Tony Treble, and honor of my uncle Tony, for legal purposes. We have won one. Um I don't think we managed to do one last week, but so we won the one before, but we played it relatively safe, didn't we? So What's your bank for the weekend? This weekend, Adam. I'm saying there's a banker in this, um,
1: and you know what? Because I like to up the odds. oh on, let me just get on Zoom so I can see Dan's reaction. Uh, I'm going to go Forest. Oh,
0: yoy, yoy. <laughs> <laughs> oh Just, just to be clear, for anyone that obviously doesn't see the order, Dan literally fell out of his chair and he disappeared. <laughs> He fell out of his seat.
2: That was the. I don't know Did if you I was get that was join <laughs> in with us, Adam, this is outrageous.
1: You got to be in it to win it, and I'm putting Forrest in it. They're putting
2: listeners' money at risk. here. Wow! Wow, <laughs> Dan. Um, I, I, I'm honestly a little bit speechless. Um, Dan is your banker. Well, I, I, I just like to say. To our listeners this week. Probably just stick with mine and Scott's vote. Uh, but uh this week I've got a bit of low, lower field, I think. I've gone uh because we are struggling with them this week, I've got Notts county to beat Chesterfield in the conference playoff final. So uh lots teams are yeah, doing it. Yeah, yeah, I think they will. Uh I'm a big fan of the Wrexham boys, so uh what is it Ryan Reynolds is a big fan of uh, Notts County as well, as he mentioned. They've pushed them all the way. I, th- I think they'll do... Don't get me wrong, listeners, if you're going to back the bet, don't uh, do in the 90 minutes. I-, I think Notts County to qualify is the... Well, get promoted is the best bet. <laughs> uh For me... I don't
0: think it's going to matter. So, uh, for me, <laughs> I'm going to... I'm going to go that uh, Unai Emery gets his form back and uh, Villa beat Spurs. So, at this point in time, the third leg, it's not really going to matter. Um, Dan don't like that one either,
1: Scott. So, you know what, Dan? You tell us who you want us to do. (laughs) Don't
0: bet this weekend. Don't bet this weekend. Um, If... I know Dan always tells you to gamble responsibly... Um, so maybe go with a lower stake this week, so um, we will get the uh, the treble up on our Twitter page at TSL Podcast 4, so make sure you're following, and I tell you what, if it does come in you will be quids in, I reckon so, um, you know, show us some love if we do manage to hit it Huh? Okay boys, we... We didn't obviously have the usual podcast as such, so I didn't set you a mystery footballer quiz this week, but we are going to just have a quick touch back on the mystery footballer I did give you. Um, (laughs) Let's just talk about the the stats first. So um, the Premier League top goal scorer in 2000 and 2001 season, Ipswich's most expensive signing ever at the turn of the millennium. He took Ipswich into the UEFA Cup. He left Sunderland after three seasons because he decided he was too old for the Premier League. But he did manage to play for both Bristol clubs. And most importantly, a man who we are now at the podcast wishing all the best of luck for his personal battle against MND. And I don't want to leave it there, boys, because I think you announced who the player was. But I just want to double check that you managed to get it right down. Who do you think the player is?
2: Apologies to who I thought it was, because it wasn't, but I thought it was Marcus Bent. Yeah, it wasn't Marcus Bent, it was
0: Ipswich icon Marcus Stewart. And like yeah. I say, we are all here wishing our best wishes to him because it's a seriously good fight. One of my all-time heroes, uh, Rob Burroughs, is fighting something similar and um, it's a horrible disease. So we are wishing him the best of luck, but I just wanted to touch upon the fact that the Dan wasn't quite right. Even though we got the answer, um, I, I think boys, you did announce a couple of people that helped us and at G Cup on Twitter, I think might have helped. to. maybe we know, maybe we don't. You know, let's keep the mystery afloat there. Um, but yeah, they're, they're Really, I just wanted to correct, not necessarily correct because maybe there's more than one answer, but uh, just wanted to reshare. re-share you never what we know, <laughs> Okay, boys, uh, what have we learned this week? We've learned, I don't know, we've we've learned that I'm still not over Leicester's performances um, since I was last on the podcast. We've learned there's going to be an almighty upset at Goodison Park, but an even bigger one at Stamford Bridge. We've learned that Dan can topple out of his seat. We've learned that uh, the Tony Trouble maybe some weeks is better than others. Um, And boys, we've learned that always read the notes carefully. (laughs) Enjoy your weekend, boys. It's been good to catch up with you both again, and we'll catch up net early next week.
1: Just one update on that uh, Tony treble there, Scott. Just to let you know, you can get the early bird special at 23 to 1. So, uh, yeah, make sure you
0: get on that one. Yeah, uh, I just remembered, don't forget, if you do listen to the podcast, share it, leave a five-star review. We're trying to get this podcast off the road a little bit. We want more than, you know, our family and friends listen to. We're going to have, a, I don't know, let's say 20,000 listeners by oh no, next month. Okay, let's be realistic. <laughs> <laughs> so if you do Just a like and share on the socials, make sure you get involved on the Facebook and at Twitter at TSL Podcast 4. We love all the interaction. We've got some reviews and when the season's over, we're going to do a bit of a grading podcast and give some grades out and then maybe we'll get, to, get into some listener questions as well. But that's all for another day. Boys, enjoy your weekend and I'll see you soon. Take Cheers, care. Scott.